shit like so that. So I, I was watching him, and but the longest time, I thought it was with his tongue, but you can see his teeth and not his tongue. So it goes. That's quick. I can't do it. And so his teeth, his tongue has to be hitting the back of his teeth, right? Like that? Oh. What if it's just like, uh, what if it's like dubbed over and he like actually didn't do it then? I don't know because I did see that the director didn't like it at first. Oh, really? Yeah. Did he think it was like too silly? Or I think, no, 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 not, he liked it, and then he said he got sick of it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, he yeah. only does it the one time. Yeah, but when you watch it over and over and over again. I mean, maybe, maybe there was more times and it got edited out, edited out or something. Yeah, what if that was like his catchphrase? Yeah, phrase? I think once is good. Yeah. 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 yeah, I don't know how he does it. I mean, even just the one time, and I feel like it caught on very fast to be like a meme from the movie this movie is just meme central central. (laughs) yeah it is uh we're already getting into it but this is dinner with a movie i'm one of your hosts blake and i'm joined by brandon and we're joined by jose and this week we're talking about silence of the lambs um shh quiet (laughs) (laughs) Brandon cooked us a fantastic five-star meal, six stars, some may say. Um, I think it would be five stars if the vegetables weren't canned, but that's what we I got. think. I love canned vegetables. I don't. I'm not a fan. Well, we had peas and corn from the can, <laughs> not peas on the cob. Not peas on the cob. Uh, and then we had what? What are the lamb? F- are they like lamb fillets? Chops. Those, those were loin chops. Loin there's, chops. There's, yeah, there's chops that are usually Frenched, and they're they look like just chops, like um, kind of like a tomahawk ribeye. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like but traditionally itty-bitty. they're like lamb t-bones. Like you're served all of them with yeah. the with the the lamb, all of them connected, and then. You there, there's a name for the technique, but you like scrape the bone down and you're served all like five in a row, all connected still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. French have a bougie way of preparing it. Okay. Yeah. Well, it was very tasty. And we also had potatoes. Uh, and uh, did I miss anything? No, that was it. No. It was, it was just, good. Just a four. It was yeah. a good, well rounded meal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I kind of wish she had a salad too, but he yeah. wasn't served a salad. <laughs> so. But yeah, Hannibal was served that meal uh, when he was in his. <laughs> I make, think his prison looks funny. Make, <laughs> like in his makeshift basketball court yeah. in the. On the second floor of the building? Was he on the second floor? It's a Fifth, courthouse, right? right? Yeah, but that's a big. It's yeah. a big courthouse. To have. To have. Yeah. I thought he was on the fifth, or was that like his, what do you do with the- I think he was on the second, Yeah, and then he went up to the fifth, because he wanted to throw them off. Yeah. And then he came down to the third. Yeah. How do you get the guy on top of the elevator? Did he go I to think the that's fifth when and then he was. I think that's when he was, on was the doing the- Yeah. I think he went, he went up- I think he went up to the fifth floor, dropped the body down the elevator shaft, and that's when the elevator goes down. And then he goes back 
then he goes back to the room. I don't know. So we're getting into the part of the movie I hate the fucking most. <laughs> <laughs> right off the bat. Yeah. Um, well, let's wait a second then before before we, we pull out the anger in you, Brandon. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm ready <laughs> for that part, man. That part, that part, like, it does not ruin the movie for me, but every time I watch it, I'm like, fuck you. Okay. Fuck you. Do you think it's just dumb? You think like everyone makes yeah. stupid decisions? Yeah. And, yeah. 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 Well, um, Jose, you picked this movie. Um, this is technically your spooky season pick. It is my spooky season pick. Mm-hmm. This movie is very spooky. Yeah, I got scared and screamed a couple times. <laughs> um, you did not. When he tucked, I yelled. <laughs> Tuck and yell. <laughs> um, I did pick this movie. Um, this is... One of my mom's favorite movies. I cannot explain why. It's one of my mom's too. I think it's a mom movie. Yeah. Yeah. I, I cannot explain. This is like the epicenter of like the true crime fanaticism that exists now. Yeah. I think yeah. like this, this movie just has this a series. grasp on, on people that is, I think understandable. I think Hannibal is like turned into like that kind of like, poster child for that earlier phenomenon. I mean, I guess he was like, he was a part of the books and like, there's plenty of books like it. So, right. but yeah, he's turned into a, quite a figure. Yeah. And I watched this movie probably way too young with my mom. Um, I remember I didn't want to watch it. I remember I was like, like I had just an uneasy feeling of mom's like, come sit down and watch this. <laughs> and then I, I saw it a few years ago and I was like, okay, this is really good. And I, I wanted to talk about it for this because it's spooky. And I think my favorite movie, my favorite thing about this movie, barring like the the, the plot or anything, is the performances. Mm-hmm. And I love uh, I love the performances in this movie. And um, yeah, it, it just, they, they stick with you, I think. Yeah. I, I watched this at a very young age too with my mom. Um, I, I think we watched like the TV version. Um, so I have very like spotty memory of the movie. The first time I watched it, like I remember the key bits and every bit of Buffalo Bills, like, uh, all of his dialogue. Um, but I remember I fell asleep during the, uh, um, the storage unit scene. And then I can't remember when I woke up and then my memory is very spotty from there as a kid. But, uh, I, something about this movie is like comforting to me and i don't know why like this movie to me isn't like horrifying i think it's actually uh very funny and interesting (laughs) and i think uh maybe that's just like coming at it from like a different perspective uh but i think i think this movie is so well done and the actors create that comforting space where like i'm not horrified by hannibal and his performance i'm just like so interested and fascinated and, and in love with it that like i i'm more like i mean i guess because i haven't seen hannibal but is he like the protagonist in that um hannibal he's free Mm -hmm. and he is in florence it's been 10 years it's been yeah it's been a while it's not even jodie foster yeah jodie jodie foster turns into julianne moore julianne moore oh what and (laughs) (laughs) she morphs um into a redhead she moths into the redhead yeah she moths Mm -hmm. she she goes through a chrysalis stage and yeah um 
but but he's free and he's being tracked. He he actually there are people that it seems to me like um, part of part of uh, Silence of the Lambs and Hannibal it are people who are using um, their knowledge of Hannibal to to get ahead. Um, not stopping him immediately, but letting him just go through stuff in order for them to get clout or something. Right? Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, he gets, he gets tracked to Florence. He ends up killing some people and then coming back to the United States where Julianne Moore, um, and her boss, which is Ray Liotta, um, he ends up invading Ray Liotta's house and and torturing him in front of Julianne Moore. But there's also a guy that he had treated before that the only his only victim him, that survived. Yeah, he cut his yeah. tried to cut his face off and stuff, and and he is out to get Hannibal and make him pay for what he did, but he ends up getting he ends up getting murdered the way he plans on murdering Hannibal. Oh, my memory so, of that yeah. one's even spottier than yeah. it was of this yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then and you I have probably Reg- didn't do it justice, but those are the key parts. Yeah. I know that one isn't as well received as this for red dragon. Yeah. But yeah. I do, I do like Hannibal too. But mm-hmm. um, I think, I think I like Hannibal because he is, he's front and center and he's out and you can see him in action. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas Red Dragon and uh, Silence of the Lambs, he's behind bars. Yeah. yeah. I guess what I was trying to say with, with Hannibal, him being like the main character in Hannibal is like, he's got like this main character persona that's so fun to watch and so interesting. Where like, I think that makes sense for when he's finally out and you get to watch him do his thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I'm never scared by him. I think he's... He's very likable. He's a very likable bad guy. He was much more likable in uh, in uh, what we watched. um, Manhunter. Manhunter. I think because like in this, he seems much scarier um, in terms of like his like soullessness. But uh, I I remember in in uh, Manhunter, he came off a little bit more like a professional and gentlemanly. Mm-hmm. So this just seemed like a different type of performance, but really it, it was it was a different performance, it's a different yeah. performer. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but you could, but you can compare that performance with the one in Red Dragon because that's yeah. more akin to. That's it's the same. It's movie. the same yeah. adaptation, or it's they're adapting the same material. Well, Brandon, what about you? Have you seen this movie before? You heard about it? Saw this movie when it came out in the movie theaters. <laughs> I was. Old enough to drink. <laughs> um, yeah, I remember watching it and being blown away by Anthony Hopkins. I just, uh, I like him. I could, I could, I want him. I want books on cassette, or books on cassette. That's how old I am. I want, I want audio books just in his Hannibal Lecter voice. I think that would just put me at ease and put me right to sleep. Because there's something about the way he talks. It's just low. And, and yeah, it's just, it's just, uh, I think that's part of, part of, uh, the character that he created. 
Like you would never, if, if someone's talking like that to you and they're really talking really low like that and talking to you, you're not going to suspect that they're going to eat you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's the last thing that you're going to think. It shows why he's so, successful. As a yeah. That's why he's very yeah. successful at doing what he did. Um, but yeah, this was a, um, I remember watching it. I remember, um, really liking it. I, I like it more and more every time I watch it. Um, just the, I, I like the story. I like, you know, except for certain parts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Let's get some fun facts. Why don't we, or wait, uh, log line. No, fun facts first. Fun facts. All righty. Uh, Silence of the Lambs came out in 1991. It has a runtime of an hour and 58 minutes. It was directed by Jonathan Dem, who also directed uh, Philadelphia. And let's see. It's really, um, there was another movie that I saw of his. Uh, he, he hasn't really done much. He did a movie called Rachel Getting Married. Yeah. A couple Bruce Springsteen videos. Did he do the Talking Heads? Was that, or was that? He did music videos. Yeah, he did do Talking Heads music videos. Yeah. Uh, episode of Columbo. Yeah, a little bit of everything. And then the... Did he do Stop Making Sense? Was that him or was that... I don't see it, but I might have missed it. I think that might be someone else. I don't know what that is. It's a a Talking Heads uh, concert. Oh, Oh, okay. Uh, And the writer uh, also wrote Mission to Mars, Red Dragon... Uh, he, he did not do Hannibal. And he was a story consultant on Shrek 2. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was important to mention. <laughs> um, I know... Were there, I, were, were, were there Silence of the Lambs? References. References in Shrek 2? That movie has everything. There has to be somewhere. There has to be there. somewhere. Uh, I know I mentioned Oscars or awards when they have them. Mm. This was nominated for seven Oscars and won five. Mm-hmm. Best Picture, Best Actor, Best Actress, Best Director, and Best uh, Adapted Screenplay. And it was also nominated but lost in Best Sound and Best Editing. Best Editing and lost to Terminator 2. Oh. Huh. I can I, see that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, we get that log. Oh, no, I got cinematography. I'm going everywhere today. That lamb's got me going. Um, cinematographer is Tak Fujimoto. Uh, he also did, um, <laughs> God. uh, he also did, uh, Pretty in Pink, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, um, Philadelphia, The Sixth Sense, Signs. Yeah, he's done a lot of, a lot of movies. Um, he did. I think one of his most recent ones are Devil, which is uh, I heard that wasn't too good. The uh, Sham Shyamalan Sham Shyamalan Shyamalama Ding Dong. That's what I say. <laughs> <laughs> um, he he didn't work. He didn't do any more. 
Brat Pack movies? Um, I don't believe so. Uh, he did Philadelphia. That's not a Brat Pack movie. Is that who's? <laughs> who's Brat, the Brat Pack movies are Pretty in Pink. Oh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I I thought that was uh, the director of this. Uh, no, uh, Ferris um, Bueller Day Off, Pretty in Pink, something wild. Backfire, Married to the Mob, Sweetheart's Married Dance. Married to the Mob. That's a good movie. I like that movie. We'll watch that someday. Throw it in the jar. Uh, MacGyver, he did an episode of. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He was big. He was big in the, the 80s and 90s. Uh, that cinematographer? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seems like he got a lot of work. I, I, uh, I remember his name. We give us a log line, Brandon? Sure. A young FBI cadet is enlisted to coerce information from an imprisoned cannibalistic serial killer in order to find another serial killer that is abducting plus-size young women and cutting off pieces of their flesh. And asking them to put lotion on the skin. Yeah. Nicely. <laughs> he, he does it very nicely <laughs> in the beginning. Yeah. Uh, well, I can go to my character corner. Yes, there's a there's a lot of names in this movie. Yeah, but you not, know, not uh, all important to know. But yeah. there is a lot of names. Okay, I'll start with Clarines. Clar- <laughs> Clar- Clarice Starling. Is Starling. I took my con- contacts in Clarines. <laughs> <laughs> is Starling her last name? Yes. Okay, Clarice Starling. Um, the, her FBI boss, is that Crawford? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so we got Crawford and then the, the head of the asylum she visits, it starts with a ch, doesn't it? Yes. Charlie. No, it's not an A. Chorley. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Chimmy. Jimmy, 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 um, shit, 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 Tross, Trossley, Charles, Trum. It's not a common name. No, it's not. No. All Um, right, what is it? Chilton, 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 Doctor Chilton, Frederick Chilton. Uh, And then we have Barney. Yes. Is one of the orderlies. That is that is that is good because mm-hmm. Barney shows up next movie. Oh, does he kill Barney Barney? No. Okay, good. He likes Barney. Okay, good. But Barney Barney in the next movie is selling Hannibal like uh memorabilia. Oh. And and Clarice goes to him and uses that to try to, to get to Lecter, yeah. Mm, Barney's deep in it. Yeah, Barney is yeah. <laughs> Uh, Barney's a good guy, though. And then Hannibal Lecter's our guy. He's our man. Hannibal the Cannibal. Mm-hmm. Who else should I name off? We got we got Buffalo Bill. What's Buffalo Bill's real name? It's it's like a... James? Yes. James? Yeah. Chuck? No. James Smith. James is good enough for me. Okay. Yeah, James is <laughs> James, James is... Yeah. Uh, James Gumb. Gumb. Yeah. GMB. Uh, I I never knew this, but when I heard his voice the first time this time around, I watched a ton of Monk. 
and I was like, shit, is that sounds like the detective from Monk. No, and like that was insane. He seems so <laughs> he different. He has done so much stuff and people don't know that that's him. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's so different. And it, uh, that was a great discovery because uh, they did like a, a night vision scene in Monk. Yeah. That he was he was involved in. So that was funny. Yeah, he was he's so good being able to flip it like that. Man, his voice is so funny. Yeah. And yeah, I think I think he might be the most memed <laughs> character in a movie ever. Everybody everybody does the tuck scene. Yeah. Tuck scene, the way he talks, lotion in the basket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Any other names I should know? No, uh, I think that's I it. I would say the name of the the name of the girl of the senator's daughter because they do say it a lot. Yeah. Christine, Catherine? Yeah. Catherine. Catherine. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Uh, nice. What's her last name? Cortez. No. <laughs> Catherine Cortez. <laughs> Catherine. <laughs> Is she still on the air? <laughs> Wait, still... did I name a real person? You, yeah, oh, she's yeah, she's know. a news person here in town, <laughs> Catherine Cortez. Oh, okay. I think I know who you're talking. Or maybe about. no. You're referring hey, Catherine to Cortez senator. Mastro. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Like, like, Catherine Cortez do you mean Mastro. her state senator? I think mean, that's what I mean. <laughs> Catherine Cortez Mastro of Catherine Markley. No, Catherine. I think you were close. You think you're unique, Catherine. Yeah. Smith. No, M was right. Catherine. Mommy. (laughs) Markley. Martin. 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 Uh, Okay. Fucking hated her. I wish she died. Aw, come on now. She was a bitch. Why is she a bitch? No, see, she's under extreme... Emotional no. duress. No, she's she's. Are you the talking worst. about the end? Whenever yes. Clarice she goes is in, the worst in the well. She I is don't the think worst. she's the worst. She's the fucking worst. I no. wanted Buffalo Bill to go down there and finish the job. I was done with her. It needs to loose. It needs to loosen up its skin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she needed to shut the fuck up. She was exactly who who Clarice was talking about with the lambs who wouldn't shut the fuck up. It's symbolism. Symbolism. It's her loss of innocence. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I don't care how much duress you're under. If you have an FBI agent there and they're like, hey, police are on the way. We're good. I need you to be quiet. I'm going to stop screaming. And if I keep screaming, they should call me an idiot. But she has no idea what she, what's going on. She tells her, I'm FBI. There's cops coming. Be quiet. That's enough. I'm done with Catherine. She's literally on the verge of killing that dog. I don't think she's like in an emotional state of mind <laughs> to listen to what's being said to her. <laughs> she's a fucking. If I were well. her, I would have eaten eaten precious. Oh yeah, because oh, yeah, then you yeah. live longer. Can't yeah. lose weight if you eat precious. Well, what she was in the well for like two days. No, it was no. longer than that. It was longer than that. I don't know the time frame, but it was longer than that. Didn't they say he doesn't keep his victims for longer than like three days? No, because no. What they said was that they. I thought the three days was they found a victim three days. Oh, when he weighed her down after he killed them. 
That first one. Yeah. 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 Three days after. Frederica. Okay. Well, she could, she could get over it. I thought I was heartless. <laughs> I can, I can, I can, I, I kind of agree with you. I don't know why I, yeah, I assumed you both would be. She's fucking annoying. Yeah. She is fucking annoying. But, but I do give her getting precious down that mm-hmm. fucking well was, was ingenious. Yeah. Yeah. Very smart. ingenious without him knowing, without him finding out. Uh, that was, that was really good. That was really good. She get further. She got further than any of the victims likely did. Probably. Yeah. I mean, I, it makes me wonder. Like, would she have succeeded? What would have happened? Here's what I don't understand: is how how does he get them up out of the well? A ladder. Really tall ladder. Does he wait? Is he just waiting for them to? Because they, they say they, they say that none of their injuries are until post mortem. Right. None so of, none of the, the cuts are until post-mortem. Does he wait for them to starve until he... Can... No, because they were still big. I mean, they weren't starved to death. They were strangled. They said that... I, the guy said that he shoots them. No, I thought he strangled them. I swear he said he shoots them. And then skins them. Mm-mm. I didn't... I don't... I don't remember anyone saying these. they were shot. I feel fairly confident the FBI says he shoots them. I'm trying to remember what they say in the autopsy scene. I, See, I don't remember the, any. I don't remember any kind of. Bullet, I don't. Even, I didn't even remember that autopsy, autopsy scene. scene even existed in this movie. <laughs> That's one of my favorite scenes. <laughs> yeah, actually, I remember yeah. being so engrossed out when I first watched it when they pulled up the, the moth. Uh, what's it called? That the chrysalis. Chrysalis. Yeah, yeah. When they pulled that out of the throat. Why? Why would that gross you out? I was like ten, and someone was pulling something out of a, out of the back of the throat. It's gross. I get it. How would they, How could that not be gross? It's just not gross to me. I don't. Well, it's like it's like the sounds. Like they stick something down the throat, and then you hear like the scraping of it, and then. I don't get it. It's a bug in your mouth. Like <laughs> I think that alone describes. It's not the... a bug in my mouth. It's a bug in the mouth of a dead person that's not a real person in a movie right. on a screen. But it's not like uh what? <laughs> with that with that justification, nothing on a t- on a movie can ever be gross. Nothing on a movie is ever really gross to me. <laughs> You can't I don't. Say I don't get confused. scared on scary movies. Uh, well, sure, I but don't. you can't say like, "How does that? That's insane." What do you mean? Well, I you I do have moral objections to some things, and I do have opinions about some things, but like, like okay, the last gross thing I saw was True Girls One Cup. That was like that was disgusting. Years ago, Brandon. <laughs> that was that was that was gross. Well, that was disgusting. It was real, but. I, I don't think it was real. Do you think it was, I think it was just, well, you know, they washed them out and then shot them up with chocolate mousse and then had them go in a cup and smear it all over themselves. Yeah, that's probably true. I guess I, I haven't watched it since I first watched it. So uh, the, maybe we should put vivid. it in the jar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one guy, one jar. Now that one, scarred me. One guy, one jar. <laughs> one, 
his, if his jar's as big as us, uh, as big as our jar, it'd take him a while to fill that up. <laughs> well, I mean, have you not seen one guy, one jar? No, 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 no. I won't watch anything like that. A man puts a jar on his ass and it breaks. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh-huh. You come up with the weirdest shit. You have Mr. Hand. Mr. Hands? You you came up with him, too. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't come up with it. This is real. Yeah, but yeah, I mean... Mr. Hands died, never... Brandon. Mr. Hands died doing what he <laughs> did, loved. Did the one man, one jar die? <laughs> no, but he had to pick out the glass. What did... He survived. How many stitches? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe he died. I don't know. I don't know. I think, I think you know, there's a lot of blood vessels in there. If you cut up in there, it's it, true. It Maybe could he kill did you. Die. Yeah. He also died doing what he loved. The point is, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> no, think, things in movies, things in movies like this don't gross me out. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I can't, I, I, I mean, if it was live in front of me, I would probably have, have a different reaction. Yeah. But yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't get scared. I don't get, you know. Well, the I only did time when I get I was scared in a movie is a jump scare that I don't, that I'm not. Uh, it's cheap. It's on. a cheap way to get you. Yeah, I'm with you. It's gross. I was young. I, th- I think I think it's it, it's gross. You, not not because it's not real or like you you look at it. It's a bug in someone's mouth that was placed there, shoved deep down the throat. Right, and it was it was hard. They had to they had to. I wish put they things would the have shown it better in the photograph because the photograph as it is whenever they cut to the photograph and she says oh there's something in her mouth <laughs> um it doesn't yeah the photograph like doesn't her show looks black but yeah yeah it doesn't show i think it should have showed better maybe she assumes she choked on something no but she says no there's something there's something down her throat yeah see like in they in, don't mention that for any other victim do they no they don't go back and revisit any other victims other than her right but they make it sound like they know he does it to every victim kind no of. they just found it they yeah. just found it but but i'm sure maybe the other victims are already buried oh no they maybe? found it in a the jar jar guy the jar oh yeah the yeah. jar had uh-huh. also had it yeah. you're right the, the one she finds in the oh, storage yeah. unit okay yeah. yeah but 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 that was that was an active scene too and yeah. they knew what to look for. Yeah. After the fact. But but none of the women victims, I don't think they had access to them. Yeah. Like they they were probably already. But wouldn't you find that whenever you're I don't know how thorough they do the autopsies and stuff. I think like well, it's a murder victim, so they would do an actual autopsy. I think with, with like serial killers, they have to be more thorough because you have to find these little rituals that they have for themselves to, to determine to determine patterns mm-hmm. and and develop a profile. Like it feels weird to me that they would skip over that on other victims. It also feels weird to me if this was if the, he only did it with two of however many victims. Is she number have. five or number six? Five sounds right. Five is written on the board whenever. I thought she was four because I think there's only no, three no, arrows five, on the map. Five is written on the board whenever she oh, goes yeah, to see yeah. Crawford. So she's sixth. So she either has to be six or she was abducted and she was five. 
Yeah, I think you see that same so Catherine five one might be six. Yeah, Catherine might be six. Cortez Masto was the sixth. One. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Catherine Cortez Masto. Maestro. I'll tell you what. If I saw Cortez Mastro screaming like Catherine did at the end of this one, I'm not voting for her again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I uh, <laughs> I don't know what to say about that. Yeah. Anyways, what else? What you else were gonna have? tell us about what you hate so much, Brandon. You have a convicted, cannibalistic, serial killer in your custody, and there are only two cops in one room on all of the floors in the building. That doesn't make any fucking sense to me. Like, And yeah, there's yeah. like 30 cops in this building. <laughs> All downstairs All or down, outside. Yeah. One of the two. No. No. Yeah. You have your base of operation is in that fucking room. You're going to be watching him 24-7 with 30 sets of eyes on him. Barney wouldn't have let this happen. Dr. Nope. Chilton is a dick. <laughs> for, for as much as Dr. Chilton fucks shit up because he's the reason why he gets why why hannibal gets free he's the whole reason the plot unravels the way it does right yeah but he's not exactly Uh, for, for 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 hannibal um yeah it's his pin it's his pin that that allows hannibal to get free yeah so so dr chilton if he was in dr chilton's custody custody he would have never have let that happen even though he's a fuck up and even though he's an egotistical schmuck up his own ass he would have never let that happen he would have said okay here are the guidelines you don't go near him you don't do this you do this whenever you go in you go in you shut the door you get out he would have protocols in place because but he broke his he own has, protocol he because he has those protocols in place for other people whenever they go see hannibal right he does break his own protocol because rules don't apply to him. He's one of those kind of people. So, so my, my conclusion he breaks would his be own that rules. he would eventually cause Hannibal to have escaped anyway. Well, he breaks his own rules with Hannibal because he says, don't, don't do that X, Y, and Z. And he's doing X, Y, and Z to Hannibal. So, so, I mean, the only reason why is because he wants to make a book. He wants, he wants to create a book. He wants to get notoriety. He wants to get, he wants to be famous off of the back of Hannibal. That's why he, he has him there. Is there any, is, I mean, cause I see this so many times in movies. Is it really that easy to pick a handcuff lock with just a little metal stick? I don't know. You got any handcuffs here, Brandon? No. Okay. No. I used to have a set of handcuffs, but I lost them somewhere. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they, were, they, were, they were my dad, some of my dad's old handcuffs that I had like when I was in high school. Yeah. When I was in, I think I had them when I was in grade school, actually. <laughs> I um, don't not believe that it's relatively easy. Yeah. 
I don't know. I you think, see it I, happen all the time. I do think it's probably like something it has to takes time to learn, but I also don't put it out of the realm. It doesn't suspend my dis like I can suspend my disbelief of it enough that I don't think it's I always chalk it up to movie magic. Yeah. 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 And I'm like, I'm okay with it. It yeah. needs to happen. The yeah. other things that happen in that scene, not necessarily, but the handcuff picking is the least problematic thing of that whole yeah. sequence yeah. to me. Yeah. Dude, the mace to the face is brutal. Mace to the face. <laughs> That's a good band name. Mace <laughs> to the face. Yeah, they do uh 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 hardcore hardcore ace to base covers. Ace to base? Mace to the face. Is Ace to Base the band? Ace to base? And all that she wants is another baby. You know, you heard that mm, song? No. Oh my god. Oh my god, you guys are weird. <laughs> Have you heard of Ace to Base? No. Huh. Really? Yeah. Wow. But he gets his face eaten and then maced. Face No, the other one gets maced. Well, he like takes a chunk off of his face and then he? maces him, I think. Because he like he kisses he gives him a big big kiss. He takes the chunk off oh, first. Yeah. And because then, I remember thinking, ah, smart. That would be spicy. Get your snack and then, <laughs> then mace <laughs> yeah. yeah. That'd be kind of yeah. spicy. Yeah. Well, well, would that mean that after he maces him, that when he puts his face on him, then it's spicy from that? Probably. Mace stays around a while. Huh. So he kind of maces. Let's see, maces chemical and pepper spray is made of capsicum, right? Someone sprayed pepper spray once just like on a cockroach outside and it just like killed like the entire party. <laughs> Everyone was like, oh, I can't breathe. At my uh, high school, they'd, pray, they'd spray pepper spray pretty often. Um, like on the students or? Yeah, like if they were fighting or something. Really? Um, but the worst case. That seems illegal to me. No. <laughs> no, yeah. My mom says it happened at her school a lot too. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Um. Because you worst, get innocent people in yeah, the crossfire with yeah, that shit. So th- yeah. Right. Tom got hit by with mace. Or, I mean, uh, pepper pepper shea when they did it. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, we were in the cafeteria during lunch, and it got sprayed. Oh no! And everyone in the cafeteria was just dying. Um, and like it was like so the there's the cafeteria doors that we couldn't go through until the, the lunch bell rang. And we were all just pushed up against the door, <laughs> waiting for the bell to ring because they wouldn't let us out, even what? though we were all just coughing. We were waiting. That to- sounds like a lawsuit waiting to fucking happen yeah. to me. And then, luckily, the class I had after, because I, I ended up being late because of just the crowd, the class I had after lunch was ROTC. And I was just coughing. And my instructors, like, luckily were understanding. They're like, go wash your face out for, like, 10 minutes and then come back to class. Jeez. Because we were, like, it was ridiculous how many people got hit by the... The cloud of it, pepper spray. It just, yeah, it fogs out. It encapsulates out. everything. Yeah. You know? It was, oh, that's a terrible feeling. We uh, went camping with a few friends. Dale was there. And Dale wanted to try because someone gave one of our friends... Tyler's mom gave him bear spray in case oh, God. <laughs> and so Dale wanted to test it. So he walked away from the camp and he shot it out and it's 
It came straight back to the camp. Yeah, it came straight back to the camp. So everyone was exactly like that, like choking and coughing and crying. It was, it was awful. Oh yeah, I can't imagine being full on sprayed in the face with that stuff. That's got to be. They got. They got my friend. My friend. uh, My friend Eric was working at Warehouse Records, and they came in. Like thieves came in and stole some stuff and they sprayed him on the way out. Oh got him right God. in the face, yeah. But they sprayed like the entire fucking counter and everything. So we had to go in and clean everything. Like four days later, some little kid, for some reason, found one fucking spot that was left and touched his eye. Oh. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oof. I was like, oh, shit. You know? Took him in the back, like <laughs> <laughs> almost Man. drowning with the yeah, amount of water yeah. I was splashing on his face. He was crying. His dad was there. I'm like, oh, this, you know, this happened like almost a week ago. We've cleaned it thoroughly. I don't know how he got this. It must have been just one little spot from somewhere. I didn't know it stuck around that much. It sticks. It around. fucking hurts. It's, it's it's like it's like fucking hot sauce chili sauce and yeah, it just it'll yeah. just sit there it'll dry up but then if you touch it and then touch your eye you're gonna put that in your fucking eye yeah it doesn't just go away the fumes go away over time but yeah it's fucking gnarly that mm. stuff's bad and then yeah. he just fucking puts on a mask of mace face, <laughs> yeah. Mace face. <laughs> yeah so that that I would think that he would be gagging from the the mace that's on the face, or even just in the vicinity, of, yeah. you would still be, yeah, affected by it, wouldn't you? I think so. Unless you have like so a too. superhuman intolerance to mace. I mean, he can I've superhumanly been, pick a handcuff lock. I've been spraying my face with mace for a long time in preparation for this. um yeah that that whole that whole scene's kind of whack i do like how he gets the better of them in order to escape like he chooses his timing Mm -hmm. really well yeah seeing him be smart and uh hatch a plan i think is is a nice way to compliment just like his uh his whole personality throughout the movie where it seems like he's very cool and collected and cool. And so like, uh, when, when he's able to flex that and, and like escape from the, what it seems like to be an almost an, an unescapable situation. But yeah, cause he must've had free range to leave that room, go in the elevator, go up a few floors yeah, there were yeah. there were no other cops on any yeah. other floors except for the main floor and the two that were on floor two. Yeah, because he mm-hmm. had to drag a body out of the room mm-hmm. to the elevator. Yeah, and he had time to get undressed himself, undress the officer, switch clothes. Yeah, it's a lot of time in there. Yeah. Undress the officer in more ways than hang one. hang the officer. Oh yeah, the hang yeah. the officer up. Yeah, and and he had his guts were hanging out of him. <clears throat> so yeah, he was on display. He eviscerated him. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I feel like that would take hours. 
And I think it would, and then and then t- certainly he would take a fakes a seizure, doesn't get caught by the paramedics <laughs> that he's not actually faking it. Yeah. Well, I think they 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 were probably going to get there, but he attacks them in the in the amber lamps. Right. Yeah. It's 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 one of those plans where a lot had to go right uh-huh. for it to work. Yeah. A lot had to go right. But it but but I I do agree, Blake. It's interesting to see him be smart and conniving and and coming up with a plan. Um, I think we see more of that in Red Dragon, mm-hmm. which I think is a part of the reason why I like it. Mm-hmm. A lot too, because we, there's more of his, more of his like messing with the, the law enforcement, more of him picking picking at them. But, and then we don't see him again till the end of the movie, after the ambulance, right? Yeah, when he's going after Chilton, does because do, he's because he's gone, he's. Do they mention in the beginning of Hannibal that he killed Chilton? Or do you just have to assume that he did? He says he's going to. Yeah, but do they like, does he come up? He's going to eat him. Yeah, yeah. He's going to have him for dinner. Uh (laughs) I don't remember if they do. Yeah. I think they might. I think they might. Barney has to say something about it. Yeah. Yeah. They would have to mention it. It's been a while since I watched it. I'd want to watch that. CMB Chilton. Um, this makes me want to watch the TV series. I've heard it's great. I heard it's really Is good it? too. And then canceled. Yeah, but I've heard fantastic stuff about it. But I know it starts before the plot of Manhunter slash Red Dragon, mm-hmm. and then the final seasons are Manhunter Red Dragon. Mm. Yeah. Where he's working, because he's working with um, Agent, what's his face? Will. Will? I think it's Will. Will something. Will Turner. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it makes me want to watch that now, because having seen this and Manhunter and and seeing different performances of Hannibal is very interesting. I I like the actor in the... Mads Mikkelsen. Mikkelsen. Is that his name? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I like him. He has a strange look about him, but he's I like him. Grindelwald. Yeah. Two. He's Grindelwald two. Three. No. Three. You're right. (laughs) You got me. Yeah. Yeah. Because you had uh, Harry Potter, right? Well, I was saying he was he was the third Grindelwald. Oh, he's the fourth Grindelwald. Oh, because there's another one in the Harry Potter and Deathly Hollows. Because I was thinking, um, counting Colin, uh, is that Farrell? Colin Farrell, yeah, Colin Farrell, and then you have uh, Johnny Depp, and then you have Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah, but Colin Farrell was he was just in disguise, right? Yeah, I still counted him. Yeah, he's still Grindelwald. He wasn't Grindelwald. He was just Grindelwald in disguise. Grindelwald like Matt, is Matt I. Moody was Colin Farrell. Was Doctor Who in disguise? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get back to the movie. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> is that the let's get back to the movie sound? <laughs> <laughs> That's our transition sound. <laughs> yeah. I was kind of surprised how free reign um, that Clarice gets. Because to me, I was under the impression that she was just being taken out just to talk to Hannibal and get him to want to, like, help with the case. But then she gets to fly around everywhere and, like, do everything, which I feel like I I was under the impression she was, like, going to lead the case then. She initially was just sent in to test the waters. Mm Mm-hmm. To see if Hannibal would uh, would make a connection with her and help them, um, the whole the whole taking a the I guess census or whatever the fuck she was giving them the test or the questions that was all a ruse. Mm-hmm. That was all a ruse by Crawford to get her in there um, to see if he would help. It's more of like uh, he wants to see if he likes her. And he knows that if he has a connection with them, he'll he'll divulge information. I think that's the whole thing. I think he, he knows that you can't go in knowing too much about him and how he operates because then you're, you're expecting his game and, and Hannibal doesn't like that. Mm-hmm. And so it's about throwing in and it like essentially a lamb for the slaughter, right? Because that's what he likes. He likes the chase. He likes the game, even if he's still trapped in the cell. Yeah. And he initially says no, but so if if what's his name didn't throw his cum at her, Migs. That's Migs, Migs. If Migs didn't throw his cum at her, and then would he not have called her back and like? Because he, he was going to just say, no, go away. And then he calls her back and says, oh, I'm sorry. Migs shouldn't have done that to you. You deserve more respect. I respect you as a woman. Uh, uh, and then I'm a he, nice guy. Yeah, I'm a nice guy. <laughs> I, I have often thought about this. Yeah. And I think that it's set up from the very beginning in their conversation. He knows that she has to walk past these other prisoners that have not seen a woman and now she, they know she's there. So of course they're going to be doing nasty shit. Um, or say something, especially Migs, which is right next door to him. So I'm sure Hannibal has spoken to Migs and knows what a nasty ass he is. Yeah. But to us, to assume he's going to throw his cum. Well, I don't think it necessarily had to be that though. It could be something he just as had much to disrespect as, her because he whenever whenever he walked by, or whenever Clarice walked by him, he's he tells her, "I can smell your cunt." Yeah, I can smell your cunt. What did What did he say when? He yeah, and he asks him, "What did he say?" And he well, said, oh, I that's cannot. rude. <laughs> that's rude. Yeah, right. Um, and and he acts like he's you know offended because she wasn't received. You know, he was he was being a bad host, right? Yeah. Um, I think it's set up that way. Not not necessarily for Migs to throw, you know, come in her face, but for he knows Migs is going to do something as she's walking out. Yeah. He acknowledges he to her that him saying that is embarrassing for her, right? He acknowledges it like 
that she divulged that information to him, which was embarrassing. And and she stammers. She doesn't mm-hmm. she doesn't answer his question right off the bat either, right? He said he 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 said he smell my cunt. And so it's like <laughs> so she she's vulnerable to him. Yeah. And I think what it is, what how I see it is she's vulnerable to him by telling him what he said. And then Miggs Miggs then when she's leaving, she then becomes vulnerable to Miggs. Because of his action. And mm-hmm. I think he feels like he's lost that power over her. Because mm. now the most daunting daunting thing that happened to her is in oh, her conversation yeah, with him. Yeah. It's that. That's a good point. And so now he's lost that. He's lost that because the last thing she's going to remember leaving there is that, is Migs. And so he needs to regain that control in that conversation. And he calls her back. I, that's how I've always seen it. Yeah, that's re- mm. that's really that good makes take sense. on that, I think. Makes sense. I like how the other prisoner, when after Migs does it, is like, Migs, you dumb fuck. <laughs> you <Yeah>. fucking <laughs> idiot. <laughs> and they all have to be like, like, psychopathic to be down there. Yeah, yeah. I think what I don't know if it's in the script, but on IMDb quotes, it says friendly psychopath. Who yeah, says, it does. You that's fucking his, idiot. Yeah. That's his role. <laughs> so maybe he's like really good. Maybe they're all just like un- misunderstood. I right. think most psychopaths are. Yeah, except but I Migs. think they misunderstand themselves more than anything else. I mean, that's kind of what uh that's kind of what Hannibal said about Bill is that he misunderstood himself to the point of of uh thinking he's a transvestite. And then Well, that's all yeah. about the change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He wants he wants to be as far from himself as possible, which is becoming a woman. Um, but he's not a transvestite. Mm-hmm. He's not a trans. He's not trans at all. He's just that's his psychology that he wants to just become something that's not him. Yeah, yeah. I saw a lot of like criticism. You know, you know that TikTok movie criticism, right? About um how this is like a bad representation of is a bad movie because it has like a stereotypical representation of trans people being crazy. But I feel like they make it very clear at the beginning. This man is, this man is not trans. He's, and she's, she says immediately trans, like there's no violence in trans people. Like we, there's no, nothing to back that up. So like hearing that criticism and then I was like, Oh, maybe it was. And then watching the movie, they make it clear, like in two sentences, like that is not what this movie is about. Right. I equate that with people just fucking saying shit. Yeah. I saw a criticism of the movie that said that this movie portrays gay people in the negative light. And it's like a no, at no time. That's on Wikipedia too. Right. (laughs) At no time does the movie confirm Buffalo Bill sexuality. At at no time. At no time. Whatsoever. Ever. They, They say he does not have sex with the girls. They make that plain. But they, they, maybe you just don't like having sex with fat girls. <laughs> Real big fat woman. <laughs> oh, yeah. But <laughs> 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 he mocks them screaming. That fucking kills me. You have to do it. You have to, you have to make your fake boobies out yeah. of your shirt when you do it. Uh, That's like, just like when uh, Voldemort mocks Harry in uh, the fourth movie when he has him up on the statue oh, and he yeah. puts his finger on his head and he goes, ah, ah. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, they, they never like 
say anything about him. Who in being Red gay. in Red Dragon the bad guy is Voldemort. Rafe finds. Oh really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like the same because it's the same general plot, right? Yeah. It's the FBI agent working with Hannibal Lecter to find. Yeah. The serial killer, and then like the serial killer is played by Ray Fiennes. Yeah. Were there more books in this series, or was it just I don't these know. three <sighs> main ones? Because it feels like it would be a long serialized, like a different detective I always goes to check up on Hannibal. Four. Okay. I wonder how the books are. I've heard they're good. Because if Hannibal is well written like this, I think I would really. I think enjoy there's it. four. There's there's the one that read. There's Red Dragon. Then there's this book. Red Dragon, Silence of the Lambs, Hannibal. Well, and Hannibal Rising. Hannibal Rising is the, the prequel, prequel to prequel. everything whenever he but was But I think that's also a book. Okay. Kid. That was the first movie I went to see with my late husband. It's Hannibal Rising. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Is that a good date movie? Uh, it was for us <laughs> okay. because we... we um, we enjoyed it enough to stay, but we didn't like it enough. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't an excellent movie in any way. Yeah. 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 Who does a, is it played by that has like none of the original, none of the actors yeah. who plays yeah, because it's, he, he's, he's young. Kid, he's young. Yeah. He's a kid. Uh, okay. It's, it's how he started with cannibalism. Mm. It was because he ate his sister. Yeah. Mm. Because he was starving. Oh. I, I think that's what's works really well in this movie that we just get thrown in with Hannibal. No, there's no backstory, no backstory, no, no how many victims he killed, nothing about his and, MO. And Anthony Hopkins plays it really well. Oh, I mean, fuck. you know what the fuck he's all about. And that first meeting with Clarice, that's what I like. I like finding out stuff in, in like these cop type movies Along with, along with the detective, or right. along with with Clarice as a cadet, but I like finding it. I I like I like saying, oh, you know, this is a clue. Oh, this is a clue. Mm-hmm. Oh, she forgot this, or she forgot that. Um, I like um the one line that I never. I never pieced together until like his him just being smarter than everyone else is when he compliments the senator's suit. Mm. Um, I like I had never clicked oh, that, that yeah. line. Is he he knows exactly he knows what ex- he's doing? Yeah, he knows yeah, yeah. exactly what Bill is doing. Never clicked to me that that him complimenting the senator's suit. Nice. Is, suit. That's the only piece of information that he's actually giving yeah. them. That's oh, that's cool. I didn't yeah. notice that. But it's, would, but it's all hidden in that whole spiel he gives yeah. before it. Because yeah. like every conversation Clarice has with them, there's something that she finds that was out of place in what he said yeah. to her. And then, I think yeah. those are kind of leaps. Like the yourself one? The yourself yeah. one. Um, find, finding that, yeah. Um, those give me very like serialized modern day like crime television Lewis Lewis yeah, friends yeah, yeah. like being um, an anagram for fool's gold which means those are very like criminal minds NCIS I just, yeah, I just, <laughs> yeah I think they're big leaps I think they're just written in there just to move the story forward and they don't really have any purpose whatsoever yeah it seems it seems less like uh I don't know because I like seeing Hannibal kind of play with like 
people's minds and Clarice when he wants to get information out of her. It seems very like odd for him to talk in riddles. I think like, I don't know because it doesn't seem like him. The, um, what state is the, the Buffalo Bill in like his house? Ohio. Ohio. Um, the building of the painting that he has of Florence and he says it's from, it's a view of this, the Duomo from this, from, I can't remember the name of the building from this building. The name of the building that the view is from is the name of the town that they find Buffalo Bill in. Mm. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. See, that's, um, that I'll, stuff I'll, I think I'll is cool. I'll look it up, but it's, but yeah, the building, yeah. So the name is the same as the town. So well, he the, tells her where he is from the first time they meet. Wow. The, um, yeah, that, that drawing of, of that, that's where he ends up going. Uh-huh. Oh, in Hannibal? He's in Florence in Hannibal. Yeah. He's, and I recognize it yeah. instantly because of Assassin's Creed 2. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Him dangling like the facts in front of people, I think is is really fun. Like the suit thing. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. It's, it's genius. But yeah, the anagram stuff and the yourself stuff where where she she like when she pieces it all together with uh with her friend. But there's um, no real precursor to that yeah. in the film. There might yeah. be in the book, but in the film there's nothing that cuz I feel like he talks leads... like an anagram like twice, doesn't he? Cuz she mentions like you're sp- like oh I figured your anagram out. I honestly did not follow her part of the detective thing that well. I was a little confused at how she ended up at Buffalo Bill's house. That may be me being dummy. Uh, but I okay, was well, she confused. ends up at Buffalo Bill's house because she's actually doing fucking detective work. Mm-hmm. It's the right. It's the only time that actual detective work is done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She goes to the first person that was was killed, and and because she gets- based on what Hannibal said, you covet, you covet what you see every day. Yeah. So the okay. first victim must be someone close to him that he saw mm-hmm. every day. So she was trying to find out if there was something in her room. Which on the windowsill, there's a lamb Is on there? her windowsill oh. in Frederica's room. Which was I saw it this time around. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> good set deck. Um, so so she finds the Polaroids that have been that somebody had to have taken of, of Frederica. And then she's looking. Um, and that's when she finds the dress that's being made with the same cutouts. And that's when she calls Jack. Like, I know what he's doing. He's making dresses out of them. And he says, Oh no, we're on our way. We already got him. We already got him, which was just a false lead that they, they had because they were going by names. So she decides to go to Frederica's best friend and inquire about what she did, what she spent her time doing, all this she, stuff. She's canvassing. She's doing right. actual she's police doing work. She's doing actual police work, which leads her to Mrs. Lipman's house where they would sew dresses and everything. But here's what gets me. The friend has no idea that Mrs. Lippman is missing in that town. And according to Bill, he's been there for two years. So it just didn't fucking jive to me. 
Like you're making dresses with Frederica and Mrs. Lippman, but Mrs. Lippman has been gone for two years. I thought she didn't work with them. I thought she said, yeah, we used to make dresses. We used to go to Mrs. Lippman's. I used to help her make dresses for Mrs. Lippman. Well, maybe they... And that's what uh, leads Clarice to to the Lippman house, which is where uh, Jame is. Well, I would just say maybe that she said they haven't spoken in a long time and she just doesn't know. But she's her best friend. I don't know. How recently did they say they made dresses with her? It was recent. I yeah. Mean, I mean, because but- she left for a job interview. And she never came back. That's what they said. Mm. So she, she, yeah, she got to the job interview. She did the job interview and never came back home. Mm. So I don't know the, the time doesn't yeah. fit because Mrs. Lippman's in the tub in the basement decomposed. Yeah. That was nasty. That was gross. Yeah. That was gross. And have that, have that the last thing that she sees before the lights turn off is that, mm. that's, that's, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. It's really good. I would have, I would have had her fall in it after the lights turn off. Oh, that would have been nasty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would have written that. I would have written that into the movie. Oh, like, oh. yeah. How because did the lights turn back on? She shot out the window. The windows oh, are painted over. Oh, okay. So she shot out the window yeah. when she was shooting Bill. Movie magic. Yeah. <laughs> Conveniently lit. <laughs> That's a big ass fucking basement. That would be That's awesome a huge to have. Fucking yeah. Basement. yeah. With a that well? seems like it's bigger than the fucking house above it. Yeah. It's a yeah. labyrinth. That's like a Frankenstein's he has a, laboratory. He has a moth room. He has his sewing room. Right? He has the autopsy room. He has <laughs> the closet room that has all of the clothes in it. He has the autopsy room. He has the well room. There's a bathroom, nasty bathroom, nasty Miss Lipman, Mrs. Lipman's bathroom. Yeah. That's big fucking a, basement. A big basement. That's yeah. a big basement. Yeah. The, even though it's, um, the buildup to them being at the house and Clarice knocking on being actually being the one at Buffalo Bill's house while like a a trope that's been done time and time again, the editing really works in this one. I Mm -hmm. think Uh, it it builds up the tension really well. And then the reveal that they're at the wrong house, I think really works in this movie. How how did they get to that house? I forget like what led them the wrong way. He actually owns that house. It's in, it's in someone else's name. It's in a different name. Mm-hmm. And that's the name of the person that it has to be someone that has, the house he is, has been, he it's has empty, isn't it? And the house is completely mm-hmm. empty. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the name of the person and the address they got for shipping the moths mm-hmm. from Asia. So yeah. maybe he'd live there. Before going to the house in Ohio. Miss, Miss Lipman's house. Yeah. yeah. I thought it would make more sense if he was Mrs. Lipman's son or adopted son or something. I, I think it would make more sense story-wise to online me. where it was saying that he worked for Mrs. Lipman 
And I could not see where in the movie it tells us that. Um, it says somewhere. Yeah, it doesn't say in the movie. I think that's completely. And like, is it like? Do you, can you maybe make that jump because he can sew and he has that ability? I think so. Yeah, but I think I would have. I think I would have wished that was more explicit. Yeah, and I guess if he would have seen exactly. her every day, then yeah. he would have been yeah. working with Miss Lippin, and he would have seen Frederica every yeah. day. But then the friend would know of him. Yeah, yeah. Which is, well, I have to watch that scene again because I don't remember if the friend what the friend said exactly. The friend doesn't mention anything about Jamie at all. Uh-huh. And and the friend makes it seem like Mrs. Lippman is still there, because she gives the address to Starling. Because Starling says, "I want to go talk to, I want to go talk to Mrs. Lippman." Well, maybe so that's he why killed... I, that's why I kind of I need to rewatch it again. Because if he could have just been lying and said he bought the house two years he ago, he could have and been. Then, but that body's been decomposing there yeah. for a while. Yeah. Well, for we don't know long how while. long it's been since the first victim. Because I guess it could make sense the amount of time, depending on how long it is between victims. Because the first victim is the third one found. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that what they said? Yeah. Because right? he weighed her down. But and he took so and that would track because he took more care to hide the body because he knew he had a personal connection with her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I believe in the book it says something about he goes on vacation with Mrs. Lippman and then kills her in another country and comes back. Mm. But so she wouldn't be in that mm-hmm. bathtub. But but that's not I mean that's not even said in the movie. I really wanted to see that suit he was making. Like on him? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was I'm trying to think like how that would look. And you kind of it's that would be up. fucking scary. Yeah. Can you imagine the lights turn off and that's the last thing you see? <laughs> oh Buffalo my God. Bill in the suit. Oh, I can't yeah, night vision goggles. Cuz I'm trying to imagine how someone who's so obsessed with, you know, nice smooth skin how he would reckon with uh, the sewed on skin. You know, how would it look? Would it be up to par to his standards? I think, you know what I think it would look like? Um, Imagine Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman outfit, <laughs> <laughs> but made out of human skin. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'd really want to see him in that. That's uh, that's that's what I think it would look like. I do. He is wearing someone's scalp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I think is pretty cool. I mean, not that he killed someone to put, but he is. He's displaying he's, he's for us yeah. that you know. Yeah. This is what's getting him off. Yeah, I wanted to see. I I genuinely am. I'm serious. I wanted to see him try on what he had. Uh, I I don't think he because he only he sleeved one person. We see that in a photo. He has the back parts. Um, from the one that they pull out of the river that they find the moth in. Right. Yeah. Um, I feel like he could have been a little bit more. Uh. Efficient. I think he just wants specific parts from sp- specific women. Yeah. He's, he's picking and choosing very carefully. He could have been a lot his more efficient. His fuck up, his fuck up was actually abducting the wrong person. Yeah. 
senators. Because if he wouldn't have abducted Catherine Cortez Catherine, Masto's daughter, yeah, <laughs> Catherine <laughs> as well, um, then then he would have gotten none of this. And he's not abducting them based off of who they are, strictly on on their, their size. size. So he had oh. no idea who he was abducting because he gets her in the. It was perfect. It was perfectly planned. Fucking. Um, Moved and I like that the there. night vision goggles come back later. Yeah, yeah that's that's a really yeah. smart callback. They come back later. He should have cocked that gun behind his back. Cock that gun behind. He his follows back. her for way too long. Like <laughs> yeah. He watches her to see what she's doing, but she uh she looks so frantic. She 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 just acts so like this movie is so well acted and, and her and Anthony Hopkins just perf- are performing at another level. Yeah, yeah. I Be- totally forgot her performance from when I first watched it because I only remember Buffalo Bill and and Hannibal. Oh, really? But uh, yeah, because I was probably asleep asleep during her parts. But um, uh, <laughs> yeah, watching watching this, she's she's great and like she really uh. She's put in a lot of positions where she's like the person with no power, but she she plays it where she's never like weak. She's always like she has some amount of strength that she she's going to come out on top at the end of it. Like even mm-hmm. though she's like revealing herself to to Hannibal, like she still stays really strong and is able to like come out of it without like losing something from herself, yeah. which I think is And the cool. only time she shows actual and I I don't, I'm not going to say crying is weakness, but the only time that she shows like emotion is whenever she goes to her after that initial interview, she goes to her car and cries. Mm-hmm. Um and she she stands up for herself. Yeah. I think this movie does Especially the, to Crawford, to Crawford. To Crawford. She stands up to her to her boss. She stands up to the person. She doesn't even work for that department. She's a student essentially interning for that department. And she's standing up to the guy who would decide whether or not she gets to work there. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And she does that. She she talks she tells the the cops to leave the autopsy. I love the way um, she does that. I just love that. I love whole, the way she does that. I love the scenes where the camera lingers on the the fact that she is out of her her being a woman puts her at a disadvantage in her field. Yeah. And in like, the film doesn't like shove it down your throat, mm-hmm. but it, it's subtle. It lingers long enough for you to know exactly that she feels uncomfortable or she is like, aware of that fact. But it's not like woman empowerment and just i mean this is woke politics example 101 can we cancel this movie yet no but i i i did i did see like betty betty frieden said that um her problem with the movie was that buffalo bill um Buffalo Bill took skin from women and then killed them. And I'm like, well, it says in the movie that he kills them first, that they're not alive when he does that. So anything you say now to me, based on your opinion of this movie, is now null and void. Who's Betty Friedan? 
Betty Friedan is, um, she's a, a, a woman's feminist uh, leader, mm. feminism leader, um, which doesn't negate everything that she says, but pick your, pick your fucking battles, man. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, um, if you're going to, if you're going to say something bad about something or, or, or uh, try to convince other people of your disgust, make make a make a statement that's actually honest and true that that someone who watches the movie can say okay i can see where she's coming from because when you're not honest and true then anything you say is just fucking bullshit yeah what did she have like an overall problem with like this movie's portrayal of didn't have uh of feminism it it was like she was trying to say that that the the any feminism that was created by Jodie Foster was kind of lost in the fact that these women are being killed. Killed. Like was I it mean, wasn't if it wasn't the it, her like main issue is the fact that it's the movie was praised. Yeah. For 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 the, the killing of women that the women are are being yeah. killed. But then she says, but but her thing is that that they're being skinned and then killed. Which they're not. I feel like that's not. I don't know. That's weird. Like I, it's strange. Any to me. movie it's, that has like a serial killer that targets women can't have any. Well, it's like, the same as uh, as when you said earlier that that people were saying it's not a good despic- depiction of the OBG. Back then, it was OBG. T. Nothing else. Community. Um. I think it proves in 1991 that the psychology behind whether people get sexual reassignment surgeries is fucking sound Mm -hmm. because they kicked this guy possibly in at three different institutions out of any kind of program that would, would change his sex Mm -hmm. because he didn't fit. He didn't, uh, uh, pass the psychological uh, profile that they, they needed to test. And, and, and people still have to go through that to get gender re reassignment surgery. It's, it's, it's something like that works. You can't just go get your peepee turned into a vagina. You can't just go to the, you have to go through a long lengthy fucking process in order to get that done. And I, I think it shows that the psychology behind it actually works. Mm-hmm. So, so for people to say, "Oh, it's a bad depiction," it's I think it's a very good depiction to sh- that shows that the actual shit works. What it shows is a depiction of a serial killer, and I I think that's that's my issue with that criticism. Mm-hmm. It's a depiction of a serial killer, and that you're and you're now agenda. attaching other things to it. Yeah. When that's not what the movie is depicting, mm-hmm. this is a movie about serial killers and the, and the interaction with with the FBI and detectives. That's what the movie is about, and it, it's it there. It's being attached to other things that just aren't what the 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 intent of the movie. Yeah, are. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think I think the Frieden argument um 
I think she could make a case that, you know, we need more women in law enforcement. And this is a good example of why we need them in law enforcement because they X, Y, Z. I mean, she gets the um, work done. She does. She mm-hmm. does. She actually does the legwork. She, she goes to the right house. Figures it all yeah. out. Um, where none of the men that came before her were capable or um, diligent enough to do so. Um, you could make a case for that. You can make a case because I, I believe that that um, she's a good she's a good example of having you know that different view. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. People, opinions are like assholes. Everyone <laughs> has them and they think they're so stink. Ours stay stinky. Mine never stinks. <laughs> it's you don't go to the bathroom, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to clean it every day. <laughs> Does she end up with the cross-eyed guy? Or the uh, lazy-eyed guy? <laughs> I thought he was a like a, that was a weird like that kind of comes out of nowhere. I, yeah. think his, I think his eyes just naturally like that. Yeah, yeah. But the uh, I'm not trying to make fun of his eye. I'm just but saying it's that unsettling. it's a distinct. Yeah, <laughs> in this movie, yeah, it's unsettling, and I think it's because of the music that's playing, the yeah, score that's yeah. playing, makes him seem like it's not someone we trust. Totally, but he ends up having to be like. The quirky guy that she actually might have a thing with. Right. Yeah. Like it's, it's an odd, I don't know. Like, I don't want to be, I don't want to be ableist. Like whenever she was asking him, um, or whenever he was asking her like what she does and if she wants to go have some hamburgers and stuff, she should have said, well, I don't think we'll be seeing eye to eye on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, the, their interaction, I think, makes it feel like it's wrong because every time a man has like said anything or done anything like showing interest in her, like there's like a uh, Chilton had this really weird close oh, yeah. up of him where he was just like he was he's all so up into creepy. her. He wanted to show her the town. Yeah. He wanted to get to know her, but I I don't think that was because um for for anything other than information yeah that's true other than other than his own agenda yeah see i i think the that scene to me was that one and the scene of her at the courthouse trying to see hannibal and the the female cop is there i think those scenes are sure are there to serve uh these are the difficulties that female law enforcement has mm-hmm. over their male mm-hmm. counterparts. They're not only are they probably questioned more than their male counterparts, but they're probably hit on way more than you know than any other, than a male may encounter. And so I think it's it's meant to show the disadvantages she has being in the field that she is, mm-hmm. and condescended to because. Right. Crawford is rather condescending to her whenever he's on the airplane and she's trying to talk to him. Yeah. He hangs up on her. Um, instead of, you know, finding out where she's going and what she's doing. Right. And she's, and she like, and she checks him, right? He does something that he thinks it's what's best for her. 
And she said, she tells him like, like, no, you have to do this to support me instead of this. Like you don't. Oh, what? Yeah. That was, that was like the, the dismissing the cops, mm-hmm. um, going out of the room and leaving her there because he wanted to talk to the, the chief or whoever. He and was. she's very aware, aware of her, like her pers- her people's perception of her. And yeah. he tells her, like, you need to be you the made one me look weak. to establish my importance in the room. Mm-hmm. That's your role mm-hmm. as, as my male superior. Yeah. You have to establish my, I, I like my those. Importance. I, I really like that scene. Mm-hmm. Um, how she, she take, she kind of takes command. Um, nobody else is telling the cops to get out of there. And she tells them what she's like, go along now. Mm-hmm. Get along now. <laughs> like they're a bunch of cows. <laughs> Just like shushing them out of the room. Yeah. yeah. You've done, uh, uh, you've done enough. You've done enough for her. You brought her to this. You brought her this far. It's time to let us do our job. Go on now. Go on now. <laughs> Get out. Go I, on. I could listen to Jody Foster say, thank you, sir, for days. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Does it do it for you? I, uh, like in a, in like, I feel comforted. I'm like, <laughs> like I trust her to be a, a law enforcement figure in my life. Yeah. 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 You'd want to be put in handcuffs by her, wouldn't you? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I'd hand her the handcuffs. Okay. <laughs> I'd be like the, I'd be like the little like bitch beat cop that helps her. Yeah. <laughs> and like, whatever you want, I'll do. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. No, you got it. Uh, I love um, all the close-ups they do in this because there's a lot of like really uncomfortable close-ups where they're oh. looking either directly at you or like just like next to the camera. Where, um, yeah, Hannibal does it a lot, and that that adds to him. Yeah, his uh, yeah. just whole personality and how uncomfortable he can make you. And it's on. It's Crawford does it too, because mm. I know. They were. It, I was reading that anytime someone's talking to her, they're looking at the camera. Mm. But when she's talking to them, she the the angle is not. She doesn't have that same angle. Yeah. Only pe- only in the close-ups of them talking to her, they're looking straight on the camera to make it to make you feel uncomfortable, make you feel like she feels. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really smart. I didn't notice that connection. That that's that's a really clever way to use that because already it's effective and just really bringing you like so uh, well i think maybe because i'm trying to think if she's looking at the camera when she's walking into the funeral um because it's like that shot is coincided with the shot of her as a child when her dad comes home and she's kind of like sneaking up on him or whatever um I'm, i'm trying to think if she's looking at the camera then but those were those were interesting ways to like use that like visual theme again, just for her, like uh, imagining her dad in the coffin and everything again. Um, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be honest. I think one of the scariest things was the look on her face as a child when she was uh, had that close up of her walking forward because that was not a normal face to make. I was a little spooked. <laughs> Poor kid. <laughs> you don't have a normal face, girl. <laughs> is that is that your your dad's home and your excited face? <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> but yeah, I think that was effective um using the same angle of her remembering going up to the to the um casket of her dad. Mm-hmm. 
Um, one of the the shots I really really like are of when they're in the first facility and it's just Hannibal and and Clarice and they he's the only one with the glass uh wall right and in every shot that they're talking they're the other ones in the reflection of the glass mm. whether it like whatever side they're looking on you always see the reflection of the other person there mm. yeah I, I i read i read it and then i went back and like was looking at looking for it in those scenes and it's cool that they're they're able to do that and are they how are they in transposed with each other what do you mean? Are is is the image like side by side, or is the image on top of the other person? It depends. It's not consistent. Really, it doesn't. It's not consistent. Yeah. Hmm. Because I really, I really do believe that Hannibal teaches her more about her job than Crawford. any than Crawford than <laughs> anyone else. Um because he takes her by the hand and like leads her through, you know, he's playing these games, but, but he's also leading her to what she needs, where she needs to go, what she needs to do. Yeah. Yeah. So she, so to me, her, her becoming, um, the film is all about change. Right. So her changing and actually becoming an officer at the end. Um, Hannibal getting out and getting free. Um, Jame, him trying to, to change himself. Right. All these changes are happening place. And I think that's, I think that's one of the strongest points of the movie is that, um, it can happen on these different levels to all of these different people um, on their own separate journeys and with their own separate things going on. Yeah. Well, do we have any last thoughts before we move on to quotes? Why the fuck is Chris Isaac's name in the opening credits? He has a bit part as a, as a fucking SWAT commander. Who's Chris, Chris Isaac? Isaac? You don't know the... You know, know the song Wicked Game? Sing it for me. Oh, I never fall in love. Oh, okay. I know the song. I don't. No? Uh-uh. Um, yeah, he's 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 a very popular artist. He's a very popular singer. But he just had a cameo and they put his name in the he, opening He's credits. been in a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. but but for his part, to be in the opening credits was yeah, kind of yeah. weird. It was like this weird, I mean, wicked game came out in 89 and here he is in 91 in this movie. He had his own show on Showtime, the Chris Isaac show, um, which was really fucking good. It was really good. Um, I just don't know. Maybe, maybe they put him in there just to get women's panties wet or something. I don't know. <laughs> they, they put you know how they put they'll have a cameo and they'll just put put your name up there yeah and you're only in there for a second they've done that a lot 
to people. Yeah, they always like. I feel like they put them in all the trailers, and they only they're only there. Yeah, they're like, only there for a second. Their only uh, scene is the one that's entirely in the trailer. Right, just yeah, cut into of, yeah. the trailer, and then that's it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I remember Hail Caesar had a lot of that. There were a uh, lot. That of was really a lot of small. cameos. In yeah, that. we should rewatch. We should watch that movie again. I didn't like that movie. <sighs> Maybe we'll have a different opinion of it. Maybe it's been a while. That movie I've never watched it. had good performances and no plot. Yeah. I remember it yeah. was my thought leaving the theater. I might have fallen asleep, to be honest. We we went and watched that together, right? Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah we saw it in the theater. I think Jacob was there, too. Yeah, Jacob was there, too. Hmm. Yeah. I was yeah. disappointed for a Coen Brothers movie, and that made me upset. I walked out of there pissed off. Did you really? No, I didn't. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just putting on... I'm just, you know. Did you watch Inside Lewin Davis? Mm-mm. Did that make you pissed off? No. I've heard that's one of the better ones, mm-hmm. one of the best ones. I've heard it's very good. Uh, let's see. Oh, the 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 person whose house that was, it was Jack Gordon was the name. It has the same initials as James. So I don't know if it's actually somebody from his past or what. Mm. So the yourself, the yourself storage, that was, that was James. James Gums, right? Yes. It was either James or it was... No, I thought it was... The patient. Mo- because why would why would his, his ex-boyfriend's head be in there if it wasn't his? Uh, maybe he just put it in the victim's storage unit. It's, it could be either of theirs. Because, I mean, it has like the, it has a, all kinds of shit in there. Mm-hmm. It has a limo in there. Yeah. That's a huge fucking storage yeah, unit. Where is, where is this money coming from? Yeah. I don't know, because it was paid for. I can't remember how ten long. Ten years. Yeah, ten, ten years. Ten years in advance. Yeah. Oh, no, it was put in there by Hannibal. Is it the Hannibals? It's, it's, Did he pay for it? Whose is it? I don't know. So Hannibal hid that for James? He said he found the body and then and helped him. Maybe, yeah. But I'm not sure whose storage it is. It's just some random person's fucking storage? Because it seemed weird, like weird in the in there in the sense that it belonged to Jame. Like there was the headless mannequin that was all dressed up in the back of the limo and just like weird shit in there. Yeah, I don't know. It's either James or it's the victims. But who paid for it? I don't, I don't know. Yeah. 
That's weird that, and like Hannibal just fucking knows this shit because he was involved. Yeah. It's weird. Maybe uh, the victim told a lot to him during like their I'm, sessions. I'm really him. curious about the book and how much, how much was cut. It goes yeah. into, yeah. I know one of the criticisms of the movie is that Clarice goes to Buffalo Bill's house. I mean, she doesn't know, but she goes to the house on her own, being just essentially a, a cadet. And in the book, she had been suspended because of the because of the deal that she had offered to mm. Hannibal that later. Oh, that Senator Martin got pissed off mm-hmm. about. So in the book, she had been suspended from the academy because of it, and she was still investigating on her own accord. Mm. Ah, I kind of like that a little more. And then I that's like why that she too. and that's why she went to the house by herself. Yeah, because that that was kind of what I was getting at it when I first was mentioning it. Is that it seems odd that the that a cadet gets free reign to just kind of travel and investigate and everything. Because right. if she's still in the academy and she's able to take all that time to go like fly around and look at all these places, well, it's under Crawford's supervision, and he's yeah. he's a head honcho, so he could probably pull her and and yeah, yeah. But that would be interesting because it is school, but it's not school, you know. Yeah, if you're like working on a case, I'd assume that would it could be yeah yeah yeah. Well, ready to move on to quotes, gentlemen? Sure. I think so. No one can do I can smell your cunt. Because <laughs> you have it? No. Oh, because you already said it? <laughs> <laughs> I, feel, I have a feeling I know what Brandon's <clears throat> is. <laughs> I can smell your cunt. Nah, no, no. Oh no, I have I have I have mine. I don't I don't know that anybody is gonna do mine. I have a feeling I know what it is because we haven't talked about it. <laughs> well, Jose, yeah, let's I'm, start with yours. Mine is, it's not even a memorable quote from the movie, but it cracks me up, is when Buffalo Bill is kidnapping uh, Catherine, and she's and he's helping her with the couch, and she's like, you look kind of handicapped. And the way she says it, it's like, well, well fuck, of course you're going to die now. <laughs> you just call this man handicapped. <laughs> And it cracked, and then the rest of the scene, I'm laughing. I'm like, yeah, you fucking deserve to be kidnapped because you just called this man. I like how he pulls a complete Ted Bundy to get her up in there. And then she gets up in there, and the first thing he says to her, You're about a size 14. <laughs> she goes, What? <laughs> and then he hits her. Um, yeah, yeah, we shouldn't be laughing about someone being, you know, beat and abducted, but. It's so yeah, that, weird, but that anything scene is kind of funny. It's yeah. weird because anything in the context of Buffalo Bill to me, like even though he's doing horrible things, it's just kind it's of funny. Comical. It's the way it he kind of comical. His yeah. voice is so odd. Yeah. <laughs> What's your quote, Blake? Uh, well, I mean, this is kind of case in point from what I just said. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you didn't have the lotion quote, did you? No. Okay. No. Um, I, know, I have electric quote. I know um, the lotion line is very. Uh, obvious but man the way he says it <laughs> i'm just gonna say what he says it rubs the lotion on its skin it does this whenever it's told it rubs the lotion on the skin or else it gets the hose again uh, <laughs> uh, 
Uh, and then the very end, my favorite line is just put a lotion in the fucking basket. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's so funny. <laughs> yeah. 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 What's yours, Brandon? Mine's electric quote. Um, whenever he is talking to the Senator. Oh, that was my second one. <laughs> um, <laughs> says, tell me Senator. Did nurse, oh, did you nurse Catherine yourself? Did you breastfeed her? Toughened your nipples, didn't it? <laughs> Amputate a man's leg and he can still feel the tickling. Tell me, mom, when your little girl is on the slab, where will it tickle you? <laughs> oh, it's so good. <laughs> it's so nasty. Oh, it is. It's so, it's so offensive. And he's doing it to be offensive, to offend her so he can stay because he has everything all fucking planned out. Right. Of course. Um, but yeah, yeah. I just, I love just the way he fucking talks to people mm-hmm. is is genius writing, I think. Um, but he does, um, he does make up some stuff on the fly. That's not in the script. Like whenever he's talking to, talking to Starling and he makes fun of her accent. Southern. Yeah. That was, that was made up and it, and it, it shocked her. It, it shocked Jodie Foster. It scared her. Mm -hmm. Um, and it, and it elicited a response they caught on, they caught on, on tape. And I think that's, that's great whenever you can have a movie and people can, um, act in a way that encompasses that character and become, it becomes something other than what was just written. It becomes, I think that's what makes art. I really do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, Jose, you got your meme review for this week. I do. Uh, I was just going to say, I really thought one of you were going to say the would you fuck me oh, quote. Fuck it's me. in my... I really thought <laughs> you were... I have another one. I have another one of <laughs> Buffalo Bills. Go for it. Um, whenever whenever Catherine has uh, Precious down in the well and he goes, Pooly poo, Precious, <laughs> darling heart, are you all right? <laughs> <laughs> Pooly poo. But yeah, that would you fuck me line is is so good because she's trying to pull the dog down while yeah uh, while he's yeah, that's, doing that's, that yeah that's, yeah that's uh, would you fuck me I'd fuck me I'd fuck me hard and fuck me so hard <laughs> that close up is fucking weird oh, too yeah. that was because he's putting on his lips and stuff that, and his eyes yeah that close up is fucking weird and it ends with the tuck. Oh, yeah. that famous and tuck. the yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and the Jesus pose. You know, to be honest though, he could get it. I'll be honest. Yeah, yeah. you would. I would. Maybe, maybe not the nipple piercing, but <laughs> yeah. He, what? I don't know. Watching him in Monk, I didn't think he would. He's got a nice body at his age there. So you know, I was kind of impressed. <sighs> I don't understand you. I think he's very attractive. What I'm saying <laughs> is if he wasn't a serial killer and I saw this man, you know. The better haircut. With a better haircut, um, walking down the street like that. I'd oh, prob- tucked I'd, and walking down the street like that? Tucked and walking down the street. I would be out. Nuts out the back, you know, walking down the street. I would be respectfully um, looking. Oh. Yeah. 
Would you walk by and flick his nipple ring and give him a <laughs> wink? <laughs> no. Would you wait till he passed by and then tickled the head of his wiener as he walked by him? <laughs> No. <laughs> you can't hear me from Jose. Yeah, I'll give this movie one out of two boobs on a skin suit. <laughs> okay. Uh, I give this movie one swallowed tongue out of one eaten tongue. Nice. All right. Cool. I give this movie one load to the face out of one. <laughs> <laughs> was was did, Okay, did he have it in his hand and then throw it, or did he climax at the moment? He had it in his hand and okay. threw it at her. Right. Yeah, yeah. Because that would be a powerful That'd cum shot. That'd be a feat. That would be a feat. Yeah. Feet. Cum shot. Brandon, you got your nice one. Real review. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a ten out of ten for me. Yeah, for for everything that I pick on the movie about, um, I I think it actually, you know, going back to last week about Terminator, I think it it created more than more than Manhunter. This movie created this universe. Um, of of film and series on TV and stuff that that I think is admirable. Um, I I do like the the three Manhunter not so much. Um, but if Kyle listens to this, he'll be screaming at me. <laughs> um, but we got it all out of our system when he was on. Um, but yeah, I uh, I think uh, I think uh, these three films are done really well. Yeah. All right. I also give this a 10 out of 10. I Like I said, it's a weirdly comforting movie. This is a movie that I, I've, I haven't seen in a while, but I could see myself just throwing this on just because I love the performances so much that I would just like to hear them like talking. And uh, I'm not horrified by it. I'm entertained by it. And I think that's why I really, really like this movie is because I'm just so interested in everyone's performance. Um, the, like I said, I didn't really follow the detective story that much, but that's fine because the performances carry this movie so much for me. Um, and I just, I really think this has so many memorable scenes, even when I fell asleep through half of it. Like I remembered so much of this movie at such a young age because it's just like, it's funny. It's like intense. It's really interesting. And yeah, 10 out of 10. Yeah. It's, it's 10 out of 10 for me. Um, I think this movie it like you said man it establishes i think a whole generation of people obsessed with with serial killers and the mm-hmm. fbi and profiling and, and lotion and lotion right and it sub- establishes lotion lovers for <laughs> for years to come um rubbing lotion on their skin <laughs> <laughs> and i i think a lot of the times i watch a movie and and i know my brain cannot get past the fact that the person is just acting. And I watched the movie. I'm like, okay, you're acting really well. I This is great. This is one of the few movies where I watch and I pass that threshold of someone mm-hmm. is just acting. And Anthony Hopkins could, like, I'm convinced that he could, he could be a serial killer if he, and that's his performance. That's how well he, he does it. And it, and it surpasses that level of it's just acting. And it, this is, he, for this role, he has the skill, the artistry to, to embody this, this psychopath. And for that to come across on a film that 
it's two hours and he's on screen for 23 minutes of it, I think is an amazing feat of, of talent that is just, I think going to be talked about for years to come. And it's just, it's just a great movie with good perform with great performances and the small things that I have issues with don't take away from that. Yeah. At all. Yeah. Wow, we have another 10 out of 10 movie. 10s all across the board. Uh so we're not pulling from the jar next week. So we're we're in the scary the scary month. The Halloween scary movie. season. Ooh. Ooh. And so my pick <laughs> Uh, my pick for next week, uh, my scary pick will be Get Out by Jordan Peele. And Get uh, out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Can I end it there? No. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, next week, Get Out. Um, and then Brandon's going to have his uh, scary pick after that. And uh, but we won't reveal it until next week. We don't, you know, we don't do that. Um, yeah, we don't know it yet. <laughs> did you? Did you change we don't your mind? Plan that far ahead. Oh no, we okay. Wink, oh yeah, wink, we wink. didn't plan that far ahead. Um, so join us next week. We don't even know if we'll do the podcast next week yet. <laughs> That's true. Uh, but until then, you might be getting a scary movie the end of November. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but until then, until next week, what? You're supposed to say the line. What line? The one you said before that I didn't cut on, but I'll cut on now. I'd fuck me. I'd fuck me so hard. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>